Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered uh, A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. No hidden fees, unlike those other guys. TennesseeTickets.com, presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Virtual tours going online right now at GaryAshton.com. Still able to find your dream address without the stress. Still able to uh, get the intel that you need to know before you sell your home. The Ashton team's got it. GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast. GetBeast.com. We had a great interview with the guys that own Tame the Beast on the 615 sessions tomorrow. Wash your hands. Do so thoroughly at GetBeast.com with all of their fantastic grooming products. And Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K. H-V-A-C. For your commercial or residential needs, they've got your all. They've got all of your. You've. They've got your entire temperature, all encompassing your experience. It's there for you at brymac.com. B r y m a k. Brymac.com. Let's talk about the Titans. Let's talk about the biggest takeaway that you had from John Robinson's press conference today, because he gave you two news items that you guys were really, really jonesing for. Two big things, one to do with free agents, one to do with a player that's already on the roster, but it means good things for that player, or at least he's telling you that it means good things for these players. I'll give you exactly what John Robinson said momentarily via conference call, a little different today, but what was your biggest takeaway from what John said today? Maybe it's the stuff about Clowney, maybe it's the stuff about Derrick Henry, Maybe it's the comments on Tom Brady and how they just they just signed Tannehill. Give me Clowney and Henry, says Taz 320. And that's not out of the question at this point, based on the conversations that we had with John Robinson today. What was your biggest takeaway? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope what your biggest takeaway from John Robinson's press conference was. Here, here is where we will start, okay? This was the first thing up on the docket. Jadavion Clowney is still out there. Taz320 says Clowney. Let's read some of your comments before we go ahead and move on. Since he was, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Patience is key, says Jeff uh, Dahlhoff. Derek says, so you've been wrong lately. No. <laughs> I Listen, I have been tracking this as closely for you guys as anybody. And what I told you from the start is is that the clowny situation is incredibly fluid. There's a reason that Ian Rappaport isn't going anywhere near it. There's a reason that Adam Schefter is not going anywhere near it. It is so hard to confirm news when the news changes with the guy's mood on a day-to-day basis. And now the coronavirus complicated things. This is not an excuse. This is just an explanation. I'm not wrong. I told you that things were trending away from the Titans signing Jadavion Clowney. I still believe that to be true. But we'll talk about what John Robinson said here momentarily. I thought we were done talking about Clowney, says Rick Bates. Well, yeah, unless you got something else to talk about, Rick. We're talking about Clowney. Uh, Let's get right into Clowney, says Sawyer. Roderick says J-Rob is trash. I don't know how anybody could make that argument. Michael E. Puckett says, in talks with Clowney, Logan Ryan, and Henry... I just don't see the money for all three. That's because the money doesn't exist for all three. Clowney, Henry, and get Ryan on a team-friendly deal, says Jamal. If we get Clowney, that would be great for our defense, says Ben Anderson. Peyton says Clowney. Since the cornerback position is so deep deep in the draft, addition to my previous comment, 
Trade Davis to New England for pick 98, clears $8 million, and extend Henry. That's not happening, but I understand why you're making those trades. Give him four years, $17 million, $50 million guaranteed, says Sawyer. J-Rob is the man, says J-Rizzle Sizzle 1. Robert Deerfish, Henry long-term extension will be talked about, and both sides seem to be on good terms. El Boogie says he's just tired of hearing about clowning. So let me read you the exact quotes, okay? It's a conference call. Normally, I just play for you the video. Right now, we are all social distancing. Vrabel and, my, uh, Vrabel and John Robinson were done via conference call today. So I'm going to read you the exact quotes. Here's what they said about uh, Logan Ryan, Jadavion Clowney, and Derrick Henry. I would say we're still wor- working through it, talking about free agency, and we're looking at guys that are still available. There are some guys that are out there and available that we have had discussions with, and there are some guys that we haven't. I don't know that we're done adding players, and I don't know if there will be a flurry of moves here. There's still some things that we're working through. Here's the meat of it, though. I have talked to Logan Ryan's representation. I would say there is nothing imminent in the works, okay? So he's saying, yeah, we've had initial discussions with Logan Ryan and his camp. I would say that there's nothing on the horizon which would be in line with everything that's going on with Logan Ryan's market because he's asking more than they want to pay. The Titans are not going to extend him in that way. By the way, speaking of signings, Alden Smith. Do you guys remember Alden Smith from the San Francisco 49ers the year they made the Super Bowl with the Harbaugh teams? Alden Smith with all of these uh, drug and alcohol abuse problems just signed a deal with the Cowboys. So there's, there's a team that got a pass rusher. I don't know if he's worth a damn anymore. But anyway, Alden Smith back in football. Weird. Uh, anyway, so I have talked to Logan's representation. I would say there's nothing in him it, imminent in the works and we have touched base with Clowney's representation too and just trying to see and navigate and work through where that one might be we have touched base with Clowney's representation too and just trying to see and navigate and work through where that one might be Jadavion Clowney so he's telling you they've had conversations which we knew he's telling you that they're still trying to work through where that one might be which we knew all of these things, guys, this is, not, this is not necessarily new information. The clowny situation has, this is the first time that we're getting John to talk about it, right? This is the first time John's been publicly available since free agency began. I think this is the first time we've talked to John Robinson on the record since the combine. That seems like an eternity ago. And so here is what he is saying to you. He's telling you what you already knew. He's saying, yeah, we, we were in on Clowney. Uh, Di- Diana Rossini, though, reported today that the Titans were still interested in Clowney along with the Seahawks. Previously, it was more Seahawks and Jets. Now we're finding out that the Titans are still sniffing around. And that's what John said to us today. I still maintain my position. And listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I still maintain my position that the Titans are trending away from signing Jadavion Clowney. That's just based on tracking this thing on a day-to-day basis. This is not really affirmation. We knew they were in on it. Like this is not. This is the thing that we've been feasting on and stewing on for so long. So this, but he, but he said the thing, right? He gave you guys affirmation. He gave you guys affirmation that they were in fact in on Clowney. So at least you know that the Titans made an attempt to get a deal done with Clowney. Now they're obviously far apart. They're still trying to work through where that one is, as J- John Robinson is saying. Himself, but Correa today, Beasley on the roster, 
Uh, Frank Crawford, who's the interior defensive lineman, who I heard Greg Cosell on the Midday 180, I believe today, talking about Frank Crawford being an athletic upgrade over Austin Johnson. I just see the graphic, Henry all day, says Jackie uh, Latrell, and we haven't talked about Henry yet, but that's the second part of news that John Robinson gave to you guys. So the first was Clowney, that you've had talks with Clowney, that you've had talks with Logan Ryan. This is information that we understood already. What we don't know outside of, here's what we do know that's bogging the deal down with Clowney, with all the teams. The same thing I told you guys last week, and I'm pretty sure the week before. The biggest sticking point for Clowney is years and guaranteed dollars with all of the teams that his representation is negotiating with. Years and guaranteed money. That's the same thing that I told you guys last week. Pretty sure it's it's the same thing I told you guys the week before. We knew this already. So when uh, I think it was Joshua says, so you're wrong. No, man. I'm just, this is affirmation that we knew that they were in initial conversations and that they really didn't go anywhere. Uh, And that it's still, that it's still pending to be worked out. All of these things are up in the air. Guys, bottom line, no one knows, including media. The team will let us know what they want us to know, says Titans for Life. And that's totally reasonable. Now, a lot of us do know Titans for Life. Here's what I'll say. Again, you, you peek behind the curtain, right? So in journalism, it's, it's kind of like when we were working through the Lawan thing. And I remember filling you guys in on details that we had about Taylor Lawan's suspension before that news came out. And why there were reasons why we could not break that story before Taylor Lawan put out his own video. There are ways of knowing these things without being able to get rock solid a third confirmation. That's just the way that the media works. A lot of people know what's going on with Clowney. A lot of people are involved in what's going on with Clowney. There are things, when I tell you guys things, it's not me just shooting from the hip. Like this comes, these opinions, this information comes to a place, uh, comes from a place of me being informed, right? That's why you guys come here. It's why you listen to anybody who you do about your favorite sports teams. Our job is to inform based on the information that we're able to provide for you. What we know, I'm telling you definitively, the holdup has been years, guaranteed money, the health thing with COVID-19, pulling back all of the NFL's medical resources, complicates that. It's the same thing I've been telling you guys for weeks. That is what we know. Outside of that, we don't know what the offer is. We don't know how in they still are about this. All we know is that John Robinson said today they have made they have made contact with Clowney's representation, which is the thing that we've known for weeks. So that's the first thing. John Robinson gave you guys hope because he reignited the Clowney fire, and there it goes. We asked uh, J-Rob today about uh, Dory Jackson and Corey Davis. He said they have not made those decisions on those fifth-year options. Again, they have till May 30th for the deadline on those two former first-round picks. Here's the other bit of news that John gave up today with regards to Derrick Henry. The Titans want a long-term deal with him. I'm going to expand on this in a minute. I'm going to get your guys' comments. Continue to stream in there with the biggest takeaway that you had from John Robinson's press conference right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. If you go to GaryAshton.com right now, you can pull up any of their virtual tours. These are the people who understand how to navigate this difficult time in Nashville's real estate market because they are of Nashville. These guys know the market better than anybody. They're not coming in from out of town trying to get the best deal for their, themselves. The Ashton team is here for you. 
The Titans trust him. The Preds trust him. Nashville SC, Top Golf, and me. I trust Gary. I trust the Ashton team because they put me in my dream address without the stress. It is. Uh, it's. It's a. It's such a cool feeling when you buy your first house. A lot of you will be able to uh, invest in property with with the way that the market is taking a tumble. Uh, real estate is going to be hugely affordable in the coming months, I would imagine, if you're financially equipped to do so. So make sure you start your search with the Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. Let us talk about Derrick Henry. This is the thing. This is the other bit of news. Two things that John Robinson told you guys today that kept Titans fans hope alive. The Titans want a long-term deal with it. All right, this is something that their actions would indicate they did not, but it helps to say things publicly. It helps to massage both sides. Now, it's our understanding they were pretty far apart in terms of contract negotiations prior to Derrick Henry getting the franchise tag. But here's what John Robinson said today about Derrick Henry and a potential extension. Quote, I met with Derrick as I met with all the guys whose contracts were going to be up at the end of the season and told them we are going to start working on that which we did. At the end of the day, we couldn't come to an agreement on that one. Talking about Derrick Henry. Couldn't come to an agreement on that one, so we used one of the avenues to keep Derrick because Derrick is an important part of our football team. I have spoken to Derrick's representatives after we used the tag, and we want to continue to have those discussions in hopes of reaching some type of long-term agreement, and we'll kick those conversations off again here certainly before training camp gets ramped up and going. So they have until July 15th to get this Henry deal done. Now, the financial flexibility from uh, from Jarrell Casey being traded, we'll discuss that in a second, gives them more wiggle room to do so. Gives them room before the July 15th deadline. What's Tannehill without Henry, says Titans for Life? Uh, we, we've seen Ryan Tannehill without Derrick Henry. It's a much different player. Now, Tannehill was great last year, but Derrick Henry made him appreciably better. This is what John Robinson said today. Now, we're going to take him, take him at his word, and that he's not just interested in having the conversations for the sake of having conversations, right? You always have to look through. You always have to parse the words exactly right to see the message that they're trying to get across because not it's, you know, you, they're going to make you work for it a little bit. A little bit of, little bit of coach speak. Although, honestly, uh, side note, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, we talked to both of those guys for almost 45 minutes each today. I think they were, you know, I, very rarely are they happy to talk to the media vultures. But I think that everybody being quarantined has kind of made, uh, made people want normal again. To hear Vrabel say, hi, Teresa, to start the conference call made me, made me very happy. Put a big corny smile on my face because it's the most normal thing that's happened since quarantine, just kind of uh, getting back to our routine. So it was nice to talk to both of them uh, today. And it was, uh, it was, in fact, I think they have the full press conferences up at uh, TitansOnline.com. Uh, you know, they, they were very human about the situation. And I would, I, would, uh, I would encourage all of you to go listen to those. I think you'll enjoy it. In fact, we may attach the audio to the 615 Sessions podcast um, so you guys can get the full experience uh, with John Robinson and Mike Vrabel today that we had. Regardless, they want to extend Derrick Henry. So here's the question that I'm going to ask you. They gave here's the, So those are the two things that John said today that gave you guys exactly what you wanted. Gave you the news, uh, the exact kind of news that you wanted. One, that you were in on the clowny thing. Now, he didn't give you any updates on where you are in the clowny thing or how that has changed since the initial clowny contact was made, but you were in on the clowny thing, which at least makes you, you know, gives you a little peace of mind, right? At least they tried. 
Whether or not they get the deal done, again, I think it's trending away from getting that deal done, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I would just say this is an educated, this is an informed opinion. Then he's saying we are still interested in pursuing a long-term contract extension with Derrick Henry. Those are the two things that you guys want to hear most. Those are the two things that John Robinson said to you today. So I want to give it to you this way. Based off that information, what will justify the Titans trading Jarrell Casey more? Signing Clowney or extending Henry? You have to pick one. You can't have both. Now, financially, you could have both. In, v, uh, in J-Rob, I've always trusted, says our boy V-Love. Indeed. They, listen, this man has given you very little reason not to trust John Robinson. Uh, I think those two in particular are very good and pretty forthright with you all as fans, at, at least as publicly forthright as they can be. I thought we got a lot out of the press conferences today. So whether would what would justify trading Jarrell Moore? Signing Clowney or extending Henry? Let me know in the comments section. I'll address it here in a second. We'll talk about it together. But first, I'm going to tell you about our friends at Bry Mac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, BryMac.com. Service-owned, veteran, disabled business here in Middle Tennessee. Chris Hamby is the man, and they are the people. They are the people to make sure that you're comfortable in your home or in your business when businesses start to open back up. BryMac.com, custom HVAC needs for your commercial or residential, they will make sure that your temperature is adequately controlled, exactly the environment that you want to exist in, that you want your business to exist in. Make sure that you're making, taking preemptive measures as the seasons begin to change. You want to make sure your AC is running correctly. Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Let's read some of your comments because I know a lot of you guys are saying uh, both. Clowney, Henry, sign Clowney and draft a running back says T. Fizz. What would you rather, what would justify the Casey trade more for you? Clowney or Henry? Andrew G. Rucker says Clowney. Develop, uh, says Taz320. Uh, Kirby234 says the trade would be more for Clowney. They could have extended Henry without trading Casey. That's true. Uh, J. Rizzle Sizzle says Henry over Clowney. Let's get to some of these on Facebook. What would you, uh, what would justify the Clowney, or excuse me, the Casey trade more for you. Multi-year contract for Henry. No, negotiation talks with Ryan and Clowney. Need a number two quarterback and a number two running back. Where do we get all this money from? Corey D. Jackson says, sign Henry to 15 per year and front load the money. He earned it and looks good for the franchise. J-Mo says, Clowney getting, sound, cl- uh, getting signed. Steft says, Clowney because that's our more pressing need, the pass rush. West is best, 22. He is going to Seattle. No, Derrick Henry is not going to Seattle, nor, uh, and, and maybe Jadavion Clowney is, but De- Derrick Henry is not going anywhere. Clowney, Beasley, and Landry, woo-wee, says Jamal. I would agree with that. That would be nasty. Signing Clowney, we already have Henry, says Scott Trevathan. Clowney of $15 million or let or less, or else Henry. I don't think you're getting Clowney for less than 17 That's the latest report, right? Between 17 and $18 million. Those are fair numbers, I think, for uh, based off the fact that Dante Fowler got 16, I think Jadavion Clowney is worth $2 million more than Dante Fowler. It is very best. If you're getting the very best out of Jadavion Clowney, I think he's worth that money. Uh, will long-term deal uh, with Henry reduce cap, allowing to room to sign Clowney? They can structure the deal if, if they don't want to front-load the contract and they want to they kind of spread it out a little more. 
they can get they can make room with Henry because they've already counted at least ten million dollars for Henry, ten million plus for Henry. You can structure a long term extension in a way that makes it a little like Tannehill. Tannehill's cap hit is twenty is it twenty two point five this year? I think it's pretty it's it's not the it's not his average annual salary number, which is twenty nine and a half. I think Tannehill's making twenty two and a half this year, so they can make more room, right? That's how they're getting the extra flexibility. That's more more of the reason why they needed to trade Casey. Extending Henry, says Trevor Thomas. Also, if we can use those seventh-round picks to get a better draft pick, maybe fourth or fifth round. Logically, Clowney would be the answer for us because we are guaranteed Derrick Henry for at least this year. And Gabriel, you will get... I I know how to do loves of the show now. I have learned the Zach Bingham trick. I can assign loves of the show, and I will do that on a regular basis now. So Gabriel gets the love of the show because that's the right answer. Clowney makes the most sense. Clowney makes the most sense of those two things. It's, it's not even a running back bias because there's running back bias that goes into all of these conversations, right? It's the whole reason that they tagged him. They said, yeah, we can't get the deal done. $10 million is a totally fine thing for us to eat on the front end to keep Derrick Henry. You know, whatever kind of mood it puts him in, it's fine. It's going to cost us $5 million less than Zeke Elliott. That's a steal. That's an incredible bargain when you're talking about a running back on his second contract, given what the running back market looks like. So you tag him, and you don't worry about it. You go out and get Clowney. You change the face. You change what your defense looks like fundamentally. Correa, Landry, Beasley, Clowney, Simmons, Daquan Jones... I don't know what Frank Crawford is. I would still think they need to draft an interior off or defensive lineman, but that is a crazy lineup, and it helps you do more with your defense. Your defense is faster. Your defense is freaky athletic. Your defense will wreak havoc on opposing quarterbacks. It's the thing you've lacked for so very long. Clowney, even if he's not going full speed, which we asked Frabel about it today, uh, I want you know I'm going to make sure that I read the right the the Vrabel co- quote word for word because I think that's fair to you guys. Except the Vrabel quote is not yet in my inbox, and so I can't read that for you word for word. I'm waiting on the transcript, so can't give it for you. But Vrabel talked a lot about his effort. Said his effort was fine. J J J D he calls him uh, was always prepared and uh, and always played very hard. That was what Mike Vrabel said as somebody who coached him both as a linebacker's coach and a defensive coordinator in Houston. So you feel okay about that. John Robinson said today they liked what they saw in the skill set of Vic Beasley, saw, thought that they could hone that skill set uh, with Vic Beasley. That's something that they're relying on Vrabel to do in the same way that they would with Clowney. Clowney is the right answer here. Derrick Henry, as Gabriel correctly points out, Derrick Henry's already on the roster. You got this, dude. And for one more year, you know, if, if you tag him twice, that, that may not be the, the worst option. Clowney has 32 sacks in six seasons. That's scary. It's not even about the sacks that Clowney gets. It's about the attention that Clowney draws. Like, I'm not, I don't care about, I, I mean, I care a little bit about Clowney's box score, but I don't really care about Clowney's box score. If you line Jadavion Clowney up over the A-gap, if you take advantage of center and guard one-on-one matchups, and free up your edge rushers and they get the sacks because of it, or, or Simmons rushing from the interior gets the sacks because of it, or Frank Crawford or whoever the Titans are going to trot out on defensive line. I don't care about Clowney's box score. I, clear, I care about the attention that he attracts, and you should too. Don't judge them just by the sack numbers. 
That's the wrong way to go about these things. It's not a bad way to go about these things, but it's not the, it's not the completely correct way to go about these things. Let's move on, though. we got to get to the quarantine question of the day. We've got to get to... Actually, I haven't given you my answer. No, I just did gave you my answer. Sorry, it's, it's been a long week for whatever reason. My, uh, my, I think being in quarantine is making my, my short-term memory go. It's, uh, it's quite concerning. What do, you, uh, what do you think about the quarantine question of the week? We're going to talk about this here in a second on A to Z Sports Primetime powered by Tennessee Tickets. So there's something happening with all of the quarantines going on. Now, this is going to be a sports question, but the, the subject matter that brings it about is not in sports. She's very famous. She's very important to the state of Tennessee. I may have already given away the answer. But this is where our quarantine question is going to be based off of. What voice in sports, this is going to sound weird, what voice in sports would you most like to read you a story? What voice in sports broadcasting, think play-by-play, think think talking heads. I don't think Stephen A. Smith would be the top of the list, but maybe you're into that kind of thing. What voice in sports broadcasting would you most want to read you a story? This sounds like a weird question, but you're going to want to hear the video, and you're going to want to hear the answers, how this came about. We'll talk about that in a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Tame the Beast. Getbeast.com, the website. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off. Beast Soap Bricks. They will help you make sure that you are washing your hands on a regular basis because you're going to want to smell good. This stuff smells good even if you weren't being asked to wash your hands on a regular basis. Even if you weren't trying to take every preventative measure against COVID-19 that you possibly were. Our friends at Tame the Beast are here to help you sanitize, help you sleep sounder and safer at night because you know that you are clean and that you smell incredible. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% at GetBeast. So this is the quarantine question. What voice in sports broadcasting would you most want to read you a story? This is a weird one, right? This is a very odd quarantine question. But here is the reason that I'm asking you this question. Dolly Parton, and and let's read some of your comments first. Tony Romo or Nance have soothing voices. Vern Lundquist, says Robert Deerfish. He's bringing Uncle Vern out of retirement. Harry Carey, says Mookie. You know, I never actually heard Harry Carey do a game. Uh, but I know that the statue outside of uh, outside of Wrigley Field is there for a purpose, and I've seen the Will Ferrell impression many times. This is why this has been brought about, though, because Dolly Parton, patron saint of the state of Tennessee, Dolly Parton is doing something really, really unique on social media right now. Dolly Parton is taking time out of her day on a regular basis. Not only is she donating a million dollars for coronavirus research. Shorno says it's a very weird question. Just follow me on this. Dolly Parton is donating a million dollars for coronavirus research at Vanderbilt. That's huge. But starting tomorrow, Dolly Parton will read your your bedtime stories, will read bedtime stories to your kids. This is a weird question, I understand. But Dolly Parton reading you bedtime stories is kind of top is kind of top of the list. Like low key I kind of want Dolly Parton to read me a bedtime story at night. Like, that sounds very soothing at a time when a lot of us need soothing. So it made me think. I went crazy, right? What voice in sports, if you needed to be soothed before bedtime and you want a sports broadcaster, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, uh, Vern Lundquist, 
Uh, I saw Mookie said Harry Carey. You talk about the Sunday night football broadcast booth. Uh, booth. I don't think Chris Collinsworth is particularly soothing, but maybe, again, that's what you're into. Who would you like in sports broadcasting to read you a bedtime story? Because Dolly Parton, it's tough to top, but we got some pretty good voices in sports. Well, hello, it's Dolly climbing the stairway to heaven because this virus has scared the H-E-double-L out of us. <laughs> I'm not making a lot of the situation. Well, maybe I am because it's the lie I believe that's going to dissolve the situation. I think God is in this. I really do. I think he's trying to hold us up to the light so we can see ourselves and see each other through the eyes of love. And I hope we learn that lesson. I think that when this passes, we're going to all be better people. So I know that I have a positive attitude about it, as negative as it seems to be right now. So just keep the faith. Don't be too scared. It's going to be all right. God loves us. I don't care who you are. Uh, The world loves Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is an incredible individual. Keep the faith, Dolly. We must protect Dolly at all costs. It's why, you know, I... We made the jokes about, Brucker, are you this pressed for content? No, this is a perfectly reasonable question. It's literally called the quarantine question. I just spent, uh, actually, I don't have that much more, I don't have much much more time left to do. In fact, on a night where I have so much to talk about, I'm going to have to hop off here in a couple of minutes. But no, this is perfect. This is a question that I would ask under completely normal circumstances. You're insane if you would not like Dolly Parton to read you a bedtime story. So, because Dolly Parton is going to start reading your children bedtime stories, On uh, social media, starting tomorrow night, the question I beg of you all, whose voice in sports would you like to read you a bedtime story? I think that's a totally reasonable question. If I could get Jim Nance to read me a bedtime story the way that he does Augusta, I would sleep better than I have in 26 years of life. Like, there's no way, shape, or form. Me and you, round one, says TD. Yes, there's a media bracket, apparently, and because the creator of the media bracket... Uh, does not like me or does not like what I do. I got a terrible draw. I've got Tehran in the first round, and if I was to advance, I would get uh, likely Will Compton and Taylor Lewan. Like I was clearly, I was, I was gypped, utterly gypped. I will, I will sound like a diva in this regard. I am one of these coaches on Selection Sunday complaining about their seeding. I am better than a 22 seed. I believe that to my core. You all may not believe that, but in my heart of hearts, I am better than a 22 seed. I'm still pissed about that. Tehran, you are a worthy opponent. I've summoned the army, the fingernail-painted army. Tehran is worthy of all of your votes. In fact, I probably... No, i be honest. i be honest. I voted for Tehran. <laughs> I'd say, you know, it feels... It feels you're like, and, and I know a lot of people are going to say that. I, uh, I, I in, in no way, shape, or form could I vote for myself. Like, it already... All of it is too self-involved already, like, to even promote those kind of things. I kind of feel like, uh, enough, you know, no, nobody cares about your day-to-day life. But yeah, Tehran's Tehran's <laughs> probably going to take that. Who in sports would you like to read you a bedtime story? Because I don't have much time left here tonight, but I want to get these answers. Because I know you guys are creative this way. Keith Jackson, RIP, says Bruin. Uh, can you tell me how Space Jam beat the movie Hoosiers in Fox Sports Best sports movies. That's because Hoosiers doesn't hold up. Hoosiers, honestly, I don't, I'm not, I'm from Indiana. Like, I should love Hoosiers. Hoosiers has kind of racial undertones that I'm not crazy about in 2020. Like, Hoosiers doesn't really hold up. So, Space Jam, 1,000% over Hoosiers. And I'm from 
I'm, I'm a Hoosier. I'm, I'm Buck Rising, and I'm a Hoosier. You know, the whole thing. Uh, not crazy about Hoosiers. Peter Sh- uh, Schrager, however you spell Peter Schrager is an odd choice, but I mean, he's a very nice man, very friendly. I understand that. Howard Cosell was cool, too, I guess, if you're bringing back broadcasters from the dead. David Robinson or Tim Duncan. No, those are sports figures. Those aren't, those aren't, uh, those aren't broadcasts. I mean, David, did David Robinson do any TV work? Tim Duncan, I know sure as hell didn't do TV work. He went straight to the Spurs bench and he went into coaching. And now I think he's doing, uh, or he was coaching games uh, intermittently or interimly for Pop uh, while Pop took a game off or so. Actually, the boys, Lawan or Compton, would be good storytellers too. No, I could not listen to Taylor Lawan tell me a bedtime story. Because that would just feed this whole perverse, this whole perverse dad thing that he's got going in his head. Mayhem from the State Farm commercials. No, that's not in sports. Mike Keith says Shorno. That is the correct answer. Mike Keith is a great one. But if I'm going one voice in sports to read me a bed- bedtime story, ooh, John Facinda is a is a really good one. That's a, that's a fantastic one, TD. My suggestion, though, would be Brad Nessler of CBS. Brad Nessler is sneaky underrated as a sports broadcaster, also as a soothing voice. Now, Brad Nessler does the CBS, the SEC game of the week, right? He does the big CBS game. He, he made his bones in wrestling. Brad Nessler is a very bombastic announcer, but he's also got a different gear. He's got really, really, he's got great range, Brad Nessler. He's not somebody I think many of you would have picked, but I really enjoy the work of Brad Nessler, and if I had to pick one voice in sports to uh, read me a bedtime story, I think it would be Brad Nessler. I know it wouldn't be me. I am not soothing in any way, shape, or form. In fact, the last thing that you should be doing is spending this much time with me before bed. But I always appreciate you guys who do so. I'm always appreciative for our primetime crew. One more show left to do. That will take place tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Time. Meantime, you need to subscribe to the 615 Sessions podcast. Oh, Vince Scully. My bad, J-Mo. I saw you say that earlier, and I did not... I did not read that out loud. Vince Scully, uh, Vince Scully, thank God, still with us. Vince Scully, long after he was gone, could read me bedtime stories. I don't know how exactly that would work. We would have to raise Vince Scully from the dead. Thank God he's still with us. Stay strong, Vin. But Vince Scully, the best of the best. Uh, I am going to get out of here. Tomorrow, 615 Sessions podcast. Yesterday was great, right? We had Dennis Kelly with Kari Blossom game. Derek Mason, Nick Kale, Braden Gall, and our buddy Josh Griffin uh, of Nashville's uh, Tin Roof on the Mumbrian to talk about the service industry. Great pod. Tomorrow, John Ledyard answered a bunch of your Titans draft questions. We'll play all of the John Robinson and Mike Vrabel press conferences so you guys can get your fix since there's no video available to you. We also had Brett Kern, who will be a part of the 615 Sessions podcast tomorrow. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. My men, Austin and Zach, they got you covered at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'll see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time. And until then, fam, peace and love.